0: Hey everybody, thank you for joining Riker Explains It All. On today's episode, I want to talk about what 2020 gave to me. I know that it was a very hard year for a lot of people and it took a lot of things from a lot of people and could have been a very negative time in someone's life. But for me, 2020 gave me a lot. So I want to take some time to reflect on that year and express the positive things that happened to me and share them with you. So in January, I, I'm a PE teacher at a middle school, and I forget that I'm not 13 years old anymore, and I don't have a 13-year-old body anymore, and I act like I can still keep up with these kids. <laughs> and I was playing basketball with the students one day, and I tore my ACL for the fourth time, and I had to have surgery in mid-February. So after I had that surgery, I was required to stay home because obviously you can't walk around and do the job of of physical education when you've just had an ACL reconstruction. So right before I was supposed to go back to work, COVID happened and we went on lockdown and everybody was on online learning, which is really fun to do two hour blocks of PE online with about 70 students. (laughs) But anyway... It gave me time to be at home with my daughter, who was two years old at the time, or was about to be two years old, and enjoy more of that home life. And I know for some people, being at home for that long was not a good thing, but I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting to see my daughter more often than I normally would have. So, come April, I find out that I am actually pregnant with my second child. And, you know, some people say that being pregnant during COVID was terrible and a hard time and it was scary. And yes, it was scary because there was so much unknown and paranoia and danger, the feeling of being in danger all the time for your health. And now you're pregnant and the health of this unborn child. It was a lot of pressure, but... I was home and I was still able to work. I was still being a PE teacher online, so it was kind of nice that I got to do a large portion of my pregnancy at home while still being able to work. So that's something that I gained during that 2020 COVID time. And then I also was doing physical therapy. Which was a little bit tricky at the time because I didn't feel the clinic that I was attending physical therapy at stayed open during the pandemic, but I didn't feel that it was really safe. Not that they weren't doing the correct protocols, but I didn't feel that it was worth putting myself at risk, newly pregnant and going to do physical therapy in a, in a closed space. So I chose to do the telehealth physical therapy for a little while until I felt more comfortable going back in person and wearing a mask. While I was doing this physical therapy, I also decided to start actually doing the mental health therapy aspect of things because during all of that downtime, especially the month of April, I felt like the month of April in 2020 was the longest month of my life. <laughs> It just dragged, I guess, because there was so much unknown of what was going to happen and how long are we going to be in lockdown that it just felt like forever. And during all that downtime, I took advantage of the the lack of distractions, I guess you could say, and, you know, just kind of reflected on myself and tried to see what I was happy with in my life and what I wanted to improve on in my life. And I, try, I decided to take action and started seeing a, a psychologist once a week. And I actually did that therapy for about five months. It was once a week, maybe once every other week. It kind of fluctuated. But it was pretty intensive, in my opinion. And I learned so much in those sessions with the psychologist It started out for one reason and completely changed and kind of turned into just communicating better and bettering myself and advocating for myself better and being more assertive, which helped me be a better mom and just kind of snowballed into a lot of positive things. And I would definitely say that's something that I gained from 2020 because I don't know that I would have decided to do The therapy with the psychologist, it had just been a normal year and I didn't have all that time to sit and reflect and decide to better myself. I'm not saying that it wouldn't have happened, but I think that unique downtime that 2020 gave us really pushed me towards that. So that's another thing that 2020 gave me was time to reflect and decide whether I was happy with things or if I wanted to change things. It's funny because another thing that I was reflecting on during that time period, when I first went to college, I actually started on the track of doing physical therapy because, as I said in the beginning of my podcast, I've torn my ACL four times and had (laughs) to do therapy for all four knee surgery or knee reconstructions. And I really, when I was a kid, I loved being in therapy. I actually volunteered like i don't know something crazy like 200 hours in a summer at the clinic that i was at because i just loved it i didn't get paid i just wanted to be there and soak in everything and learn and see if this was something that i wanted to do in my career and i had decided that it was something that i wanted to do so when i went to ucf my freshman year i started on the track of doing physical therapy. I went 100 miles an hour at it, and the very first semester, I took chemistry and got an F. (laughs) And I've always been a good student. I've never failed anything. I maybe got one C in my whole, you know, elementary, middle, high school career, and I got an F in chemistry in my first semester of college. And it was kind of a, I felt that it was kind of a smack in the face of reality. And it definitely, you know, checked my ego. Not that I have a big ego, but it checked me of, I don't know, I, at the time I thought of what my abilities were. And the next semester I took biology and I tried so hard. I put in so much time and effort and I got a B. And a B is a, a perfectly fine grade, but I was annoyed with the amount of time and effort that I had put into that to get a B. So I had decided you know what, this is too much work, I don't want to put this much work into it, and this is such a long road, I'm just going to stop doing the physical therapy track and change into teaching, because I had always thought of teaching as well. And the degree to become a teacher is not difficult. The job of being a teacher is very difficult, but the degree to get it is not. So I became a teacher, and you know, when, when I was a kid, I always envisioned my life of You go to elementary, middle, and high school. Then you go to college. You get a degree. You do a job that has to do with that degree. And you are in that career for the rest of your life (laughs) until you retire. And that's not, I don't know where I got that idea, but that's not necessarily true that you have to do the career that you decided to do when you were 18 years old. It's kind of crazy that we make such big decisions as it's such a young point in our lives. But during that downtime of the quarantine and all the quietness of our lives, I had told my husband, I said, you know, I really, I regret not sticking with physical therapy. And of course I'm back in physical therapy with my knee and I'm back in the environment that I really like. And I told him, I was like, man, I really regret it. But, oh, well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm at an age of my life where I feel like that, that dream, I guess, of what am I going to be when I grow up is gone. I'm too old to have a dream of what am I going to be when I grow up. So I kind of just, I told him that I regretted it and we moved on. And now August of 2020, uh, school is back in session. And at this time, it was still going to be online, MSO. And... I was perfectly fine with teaching. Obviously, if I'm online, I'm not in danger. But then at some point, I don't remember, I think it was October, They, the school board had decided to change back into physical. And I did not feel comfortable being pregnant during still kind of the, I don't want to say the peak of COVID, but an intense period of COVID. And being in a classroom with a bunch of kids i i am a pe teacher but there's also a lot of time where i'm in the classroom and that year i was actually half a pe teacher half a health teacher so i was going to have a class indoors for a portion of the day so i asked my administrators if they would be able to switch me to be fully online because there were some classes that were online and some that were physical So I asked them if they could switch me to be fully online and they weren't able to accommodate that change. So I decided to begin my maternity leave early. That was in October. The very first week of October was my last time in the class. And then my daughter was born in December. So I started the maternity leave way early, but I just wasn't comfortable. And again, we still didn't really know. There was so much unknown. We didn't know how I would handle if I got COVID or we didn't know how it would affect the baby if I got COVID. So it was just kind of like, you know what, let's just cut our losses and I'll go on leave and be safe. Um, And then in November, right after Thanksgiving, I think the day after Thanksgiving, my due date was December 23rd of 2020. So the day after Thanksgiving, we decided to, my husband and I decided to go on full lockdown we didn't let anybody come over. We did Instacart for groceries because with the, with the hospital um, rules, I don't know what you call it, the hospital rules, they were saying that if I tested positive for COVID when I went in to deliver, Kevin would have to go home. My husband, Kevin, would have to go home and I would have to deliver alone. And if my husband came back positive, but I was negative he would have to go home and I could have an alternate person with me but I didn't want anyone else with me I wanted him there so to make sure that would not happen we decided to go on the lockdown for a month before and you know it was difficult we had family members come and visit at the window or you know thank- thankfully we have FaceTime so that made it a little bit easier but I guess that could be viewed as something negative, but it was kind of nice. The month before I'm due to have a baby, I was able to get, you know, the house together calmly with a lot of time. I spent so much one-on-one time with my daughter, which was nice because that was a precious time period of we're not going to have this one-on-one just Riley and mommy ever again. I'm not saying that I won't ever have one-on-one with her again, but... It truly is one-on-one. I'm not sharing my time with anybody. So that was kind of nice. It could have been viewed as a negative thing and, oh, you poor thing, you went on lockdown. But I didn't feel like it was. It was nice. So then my daughter was born in uh, December, December 19th. And that was another thing. The hospital only allows one person to be with the mother and the baby for the whole visit. You're not, it's not one person a day or one person at a time. It's one person for the whole visit. So obviously, that was Kevin. And I know my family was upset that they weren't going to be able to come to the hospital, and friends were upset that they weren't going to be able to come to the hospital. But to be honest, I liked it. I liked that I just went through this crazy experience of having another human come out of me and. Now I get to just be calm with the baby alone and her father alone and really figure our new family unit out alone. And I didn't have that with my first one. So again, could have been viewed as negative, but, and it was negative for a lot of the family member. But for me, it was a positive. It was a very unique, special time. Sorry, family, if I just upset you about telling you that I was happy that you're not there. But love you guys. Anyway, I I, uh, was supposed to go back to work on in March of 2021. uh, Right after spring break. And I have a three month old. COVID is still around. Numbers were getting worse. And I said, you know what? I don't feel comfortable going to work, possibly getting COVID and bringing it back to my two and a half year old and my three month old. So I, excited, I decided to extend my maternity leave until the end of the school year, which could have been viewed as a negative because my the district that I work with does not give paid maternity leave. So, you know, it's not fun to not get paid, but not that I get paid much anyway. But I was fortunate enough that, you know, my family, we were able to do that and live off of just the one income. So, fast forward, the school year ends, summer's over, and now the 2021 school year is starting in August. And basically, it's back to normal. I mean, we're all wearing masks. I feel safe. I don't feel so scared that I'm going to bring it home to my kids. I was still scared in the beginning. I was a little bit PTSD in the faculty meetings and things like that, and one of my really good friends that works at the school, she said, just give yourself some time. We were all like this last year. You haven't been here. You'll get used to it. And I was like, are you crazy? I'm never getting used to this. But she was right. Thank you for bringing me down. And so, I, I'm, you know, I've been working. Everything's getting back to normal. And so I used to be a, an elementary school PE teacher. I mean, I'm sorry. I used to be an elementary school teacher, and I got switched over to PE three years ago. And it's not what I had intended to do with my career. You know, I didn't really seek out to be a PE teacher. It just kind of happened and I went with it. And I start working now, you know, in August of 2021. And I hated it. I've never hated a job before. And I don't, I can't really pinpoint what changed in my mind because I did this job two years ago. I did it online with MSO during COVID, And I never hated it before, but this year I just, I don't know if I was choosing to hate it or if I just felt like that, but it was really terrible to go get up for work every day and hate what you're doing. I felt like my brain was turning into mush. I wasn't thinking. You know, you plan, yes, I have to plan for what sports are the kids going to play and who's going to be on whose team and. What drills can I do to make sure that they have the skills to play these sports? And how can I, what can I say to them to promote um, sportsmanship and camaraderie and all these things? Yes, I have to think about those things. But you don't have to think about it much. It's not rocket science. On a day-to-day basis, I'd go out each morning, set up the field, and then it's just such a mundane thing every single day take attendance, did you dress out, grade your dressing out, do the warm-up, tell you who's playing against who, tell you what color flag you're wearing for flag football, and then goodbye, go play. And then I walk around and supervise and make sure they're not getting into fights and making sure that they're participating, you know, actively participating. I hated it. I just felt like mush. I felt like I was wasting away. And I spent, because I was not using my brain, I spent so much time thinking, what else could I be doing right now? What other skills do I have so that I can leave this job and do something else? And I came up with nothing. <laughs> I, I would joke with my partner, my, the other PE teacher at my school, what are we going to do? What's the, new, what's the new business we're coming up with? What's the new product we're going to make? What are we investing in? What's the plan here? Cause this ain't it. And I told my husband too, you know, this is, I I really hate it. And I told him, you know, the only thing that I can think of that I I have a passion for and that I would actually want to do is physical therapy. But I am 31, about to be 32 years old. I have two kids that are young. Like that ship has sailed. There's no way I'm going back to school now, at this point in my life, again, I told you what I felt that my life should look like earlier. Go to elementary, middle, high school, college, get the degree, do the job that, that has to do with that degree, and you do that career for the rest of your life until you retire. That's that's what it is. That's how the world works. So I I tossed the idea out about going back to school and just kind of shot it down because it just felt so big. It just felt so, like such a big change and such a long road. And ugh. that's just how I, that's that's the best word I can describe for you. Ugh. So I shut that down. And then I kept doing my job and I kept hating it. And then I talked to my husband a little more seriously. I said, you know, I, what, what do you think about me going back to school? And he was super supportive from the get go. And you know do whatever you want to do that's going to make you happy he doesn't want me to stay in a job just for the sake of staying in a job you know there's another PE teacher at my school who's been there since I went to elementary school there she's 30 plus years as a PE teacher and I look over at her and I just is that my future like is is that gonna be me in 20 years because again that ain't it I you know. Be, all that time that I had during COVID to reflect and all the work that I did in therapy helped me learn and realize that this is you got one life. This is it. And I don't want to not pursue my dreams because I think in my mind it's too late. You know, I, I'm going to teach my girls that I want them to dream big and follow your dream. And yeah, your dream might be hard, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. So I decided to go to physical therapy assistant school. And one of my best friends, he, is a, he has a doctorate of physical therapy. He's a DPT. Uh, he was very supportive of me and thought it would be a great career for me. And then, uh, so I started. I started the, the path of what classes do I need to enroll in and where am I going to go to school. And I had it all figured out. And my friend called me, the one that's a DPT, his name is Austin. Austin called me one day and he said, hey, we need to talk about your future. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So we talked and he, you know, long story short, basically told me, I think you're going to regret not going for the doctorate of physical therapy and just doing the physical therapy assistant program. And he's such a trusted person in my life that that little nudge that he gave me was enough to push me over so I changed my mind and I am now pursuing a doctorate of physical therapy and it's going to take me four years (laughs) it makes me want to vomit a little bit when I say it out loud it's going to take me four years to complete Um, I have to do one year of prerequisites hopefully get into a program right away And then the program for the DPT will take me three years. So in four years, hopefully I will be Dr. Liana Schaefer, which is cool. But again, makes me want to vomit a little bit when I say it out loud. But, you know, like I said, I don't know that all of this would have happened had I not had that time period of 2020 to really reflect and decide to do the, you know, the mental health therapy, have that spark lit again with the physical therapy, you know, and I don't know if all that would have happened had 2020 not been the way that it was. So I am grateful for all the change that it allowed me to bring into my life. You know, it's funny because when you when you talk of vision, you know, like prescription for glasses, 2020 is perfect vision. And I feel like 2020 gave me a more perfect vision of what I really want my life to be, not just going through the motions and staying in something because, well, I'm here, might as well, you know? So again, I know 2020 took so much from some people and this is not to take away from their pain. This is not to take away from their experiences, but 2020 really catapulted i think the next part of my life and i'm grateful for that and i'm so grateful for kevin and the support that he gives me because i I don't know if i would have done it if he didn't have such strong support for me i mean not a moment of you really want to do that you know we're gonna have student loans let's let's think this through like not a second of that he's just let's do it whatever you want to do that you're going to follow your dream going to be a good example for your girls. Let's do it. And I'm so thankful for that because it's much easier to go and do this crazy change when I have his support. So thank you for that, babe. I appreciate you and I love you. So that's all for me. I just want to share my reflection of 2020 and tell you how Like I said, that year has catapulted me into the next chapter of my life and I'm so excited and hopefully everything goes well and it's only four years and not longer than that and I will be Dr. Liana Schaefer giving you podcasts under that title. Maybe I'll have to change the name of the podcast at that point. Dr. Riker explains it all. (laughs) Thank you for listening and I hope to be back on here soon with another topic to share with you guys.